Let his name be lifted high. That's Hillsong Young and Free with the world outside your window. Good morning, friend. I am so thankful for the opportunity that uh, you allow me to be part of your day. And here we are starting off another work week together on Q in the Morning. I'm Quincy, and this is your Victory 91.5. Had a wonderful Sunday assembling with brothers and sisters in Christ and had the opportunity last night to go to the North Georgia Revival right down the road. Our own Dr. Don Allen brought a wonderfully powerful word and was talking about numbers and how the enemy tries to use our number against us. That number that we get whispered in our ear of how many times we've fallen or how many times we've sinned or how many times this and that that he tries to allow to define us but God calls us by name. And you know, most of us at some point or another have felt condemned because of our mistakes. And there was a time that I was really self-conscious about everything, trying to measure up to the religiosity of my upbringing or trying to earn my salvation. But I'm telling you, the only one qualified to throw a stone didn't. <laughs> the enemy will try to get all kinds of stones thrown at you. We all know the story in some form or fashion or have at least heard the statement that Jesus spoke in John 8. He who is without sin casts the first stone. This was in response to the Pharisees trying to trap him again, charting out a woman who they say they caught in the act of adultery, quoting the Torah at Jesus and then asking him, what say you? Jesus didn't play that. <laughs> the word says he stooped down and started to write in the sand as though he did not hear. So they asked him again, and then Jesus said the famous response, he was without sin among you. Let him throw a stone at her first. Now, he didn't have a microphone, but he could have dropped one right there. <laughs> he just stooped back down to his writing in the sand. Conviction came on the religious leaders, and they went out one by one, and Jesus looked around after a bit, seeing all that was left was the accused woman. And in my paraphrase, he said, hey, where'd they go? None of them picked up any rocks. <laughs> she answered, no one, Lord. Neither will I go and sin no more. Hmm. That's what Jesus said. Go and sin no more. Hmm. She didn't want to leave because she realized who she was in the presence of. But he told her to go and sin no more. The enemy doesn't have anything on you. You are named and not a number. Father, we thank you for this example. We thank you for keeping it simpler for us and showing us your love at every opportunity. When the accuser prompts people to judge us, Lord, we remember that your love for us your love for us is what matters. Help us recall the lack of condemnation in this moment, but that he did say, go and sin no more. Lord, we are grateful for you. We're grateful for your word. We worship you. We know that you are the light of the world, and we are to reflect you through the power of your Holy Spirit. And not condemn, but love. We are grateful for your grace and your goodness. 
And we're thankful that though you could have picked up that stone, we know you didn't, and we know you won't. You are good and you are holy, and we worship you, Jesus. It is in your name that we pray this morning. Amen. That's unspoken with love is everything we need. That's a powerful statement, right? Since God is love and he is everything we need and more. This is Victory 91.5 and you're spending some time with me this morning. I'm so grateful for you allowing me to spend time with you. Now, Pastor Theo Koulianis of the Jesus Center in Florida, an author of the Global Discipleship Course, said, Only by God's love can you apprehend the breadth, length, height, and depth of God's heart. The disciple of Jesus can access and come to know the love of Christ by the way of the blood of the cross. For Jesus' love surpasses our knowledge. His love enables the disciple to be filled with the fullness of his Father's heart through Christ by the Spirit, the flame of love. Now, Paul says it like this in Ephesians 3. May you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That's just another way for me to say, God's got you and God loves you. Now through the Holy Spirit, go love like Jesus and be counted as his disciple. And we're going to take a look at a post here in a little bit that talked about how the same thing that gave world changers status to our favorite Bible stories should also be at the center of what changed you and me when I ask you what you're looking at on Q in the morning at the bottom of the hour on your Victory 91.5. Brian and Katie Torwalt with Be Unto Me here on The Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. Hanging out on your Monday morning. Appreciate the opportunity. This is my chance to ask you what you're looking at, who you scrolling with. And uh, Ryan Davis, local coach with the powerful ministry Women of War, posted a quote recently by author Emily Feig that I just had to share with you this morning from Emily's book, Pharisee Set Free. It stopped my scroll the other day, and I pray it strikes a chord with you today as you realize how big God has changed you no matter what your story is. Now, Emily said in her book, Pharisee Set Free, each disciple encountered God in a way that took them from ordinary men to world changers. Each of us should have a similar story about how knowing God changed us. Hmm. 
Now, <laughs> it did stop my scroll. And, you know, the enemy wants you to think no one wants to hear your story. No one wants to hear your testimony, but God urges you to share what he has done in your life because he wants to use it and you to draw others unto himself. So what's your story today? How has God changed you? World changer is in your DNA. He wants you to let it out through the power of the Holy Spirit to reflect him to the world. Creative Culture Company here on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning. And we're uh, making our way through your Monday. You know, I've been paying attention as my youngest child, my three-year-old daughter, as she prays, it's interesting because she'll pray with her eyes open and she'll look around the room to find things to thank God for. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little long and we have to say, okay, baby, <laughs> thank him for the food and let's go. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I wish that I still would look at the world that way. And I'm trying to, to find reasons to say, thank you, God, for the pictures on the wall. Thank you, God, for the fan that's running that keeps us cool. Or thank you, God, for my family. And you know, in Matthew 19, 13 and 14, it said, one day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. <laughs> Jesus said, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. I know as parents, sometimes we we get bogged down with getting to things quickly or moving through our obligatory prayers. But I promise you, if you pay attention to children that pray, you'll find how we're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be thankful for everything, finding ways to praise him. And yes, bring in our what seems to us sometimes silly desires <laughs> uh, to the Father, knowing that he's hearing us. Father, thank you for having us come to you as children and giving us reminders of how that should be. Thank you for giving us this beautiful example in your word of your compassion and that of your son, Jesus. We love to come running to your arms, Father. Yes, when we have trouble, but even to just come to you and lay our head on your heart and just rest and be thankful. We love you, God. You are a good, good Father. So much of this world seems so scary to us children. <laughs> When the storms rage and the lion roars, we have our moments of fear and anxiety, and sometimes we even forget 
that we have the creator of the universe to run to. Our champion, our defender. Thank you, Father, for being our strong tower. Thank you, Jehovah, for being our loving and graceful Father. Loving enough to send your Son to give us access to this kingdom family. We are in awe that you chose us and love us. We take strength in your joy. We are grateful for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, you can leave all that stuff at the door and just uh, enjoy the rest of being in the house of the Lord. That was Crowder here on your Victory 91.5. You know, Psalm 147, it says, Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant. <laughs> Amen. It is pleasant, and praise is beautiful. It goes on to say, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Hmm. There are many great Psalms. I encourage you to, of course, take a look at the rest of Psalm 147, but just ponder on what we just read. His understanding is infinite. No matter what you're going through, God's got you. He heals the brokenhearted. He is mighty in power. Praise him. Mm -mm -mm. God is good. <laughs> all the time. Yes, all the time. God is good. Hey, uh, here in just a little bit, uh, an amusing journey led to one Georgia resident getting an early morning wake-up call from some unexpected guests. I'm sure you can figure out a little bit of that by my introduction there but i'll take you over the edge with the details of this story at the bottom of the hour on q in the morning right here on victory 91.5 oh he does change everything that's brandon heath here on the sound of revival I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5, and it is my chance to take you over the edge. <laughs> you know, a few months ago, it was a Georgia homeowner's doorbell camera that uh, happened to be recording when some unexpected guests made a late-night visit to her neighborhood. Now, this uh, Warner Robins resident, identified as Alicia in the story, woke up at 3 a.m. when her phone said the Ring doorbell camera had detected activity in front of her home. Of course, thinking it could be anything, she was shocked <laughs> when she saw the camera was recording a herd of cows rummaging through her lawn and, of course, mooing loudly. She said, the cows completely destroyed my new landscaping and ate my bushes, but overall, fixable damage. She said there was also some little presents left in her lawn. <laughs> she said one of the cows was practically... Um, eating the camera or she thought it was trying to very fascinated with it and uh ended up giving an enjoyable giving up and giving eating an enjoyable plant instead 
She had only moved into the neighborhood about three weeks before their uh, bovine invasion that morning, but neighbors told her that it was the first time that this had happened, and uh, they had escaped from a dairy farm about two miles from the neighborhood, uh, but they were returned to their owners, and it was still unclear how they made the trip. <laughs> <laughs> to Alicia's house in Warner Robins. Oh wow, the cows. They uh they they made their way back home, but they had a little adventure <laughs> when they weren't camera shy either. That is over the edge this morning. Ooh, maybe it's time to pause. Ooh, maybe it's time. That song is always a great, <laughs> great reminder for me. We, uh, we stay busy in this life, and sometimes it's hard to remember that the best thing to do is to pause in his presence. You know, David did that in his Psalms. Very often he would write in, hey, pause in his presence. That's Alexander Pappas from his Idaho Campfire Edition album here on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning. We're uh, getting ready to crack through your 8 o'clock hour, which means we get to cover another hour in prayer. I'm going to go Luke 10, and I've got a chunk of the scripture that I want to read here because I just couldn't stop. <laughs> Start in verse 18. Yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Boy, that's a good starter, isn't it? Look. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Jesus continued, but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. At that same time, Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit, the scripture says, and he said, Oh, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. And then he went on and he told them, my father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the son except the father and no one truly knows the father except the son and those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Then when they were alone. See, I told you I couldn't stop. This is verse 23. He turned to the disciples and said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. And one day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Verse 26, Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? <laughs> Verse 27, the man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And verse 28, simply, Jesus told him, write, do this, and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? <laughs> then it goes on into the Good Samaritan. Jesus lays it out in the form of a parable. Yeah, pretty much everybody's your neighbor. Author and speaker Matthew Garrity says it like this, you will never look into the eyes of someone that God does not love. I know that was a long piece of scripture to come down to a simple conclusion. 
that God loves us all. And we're supposed to love others the way that he loves us. And he gave us the Holy Spirit to help with that. Father, we rejoice this morning, not just because of all the amazing things we get to do as your children to help the deceived and lost in this world and all the things we get to do to build up other believers, but God, we rejoice because you loved us enough to give us your son, to obliterate our sin and write down our name in heaven. As believers maturing in you, we are on the list. <laughs> Get in. We're your family. Thank you, God. And we love you, Lord. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that gives us direction and discernment and loving like you. We continue to pursue those top two commandments that your son, Yeshua, laid out. Jesus said, love you, God with all we are, and to love people as you have loved us. And our other pursuit is to know you, and the big steps in that direction is pursuing loving like you. And so, we thank you. We love you. And Lord, we rejoice in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Victory 91.5, what I'm waiting for on the sound of revival. Appreciate the opportunity to spend some time with you here on your Monday morning, bottom of your 8 o'clock hour. I'm going to give you your quote of the day, and uh, take this one with you today because it is uh, it's a powerful reminder of what we need to get a hold of pretty much anything. But <laughs> a friend on social media shared a, uh, a quote the other day by Kim Owens. It'll get you fired up. It says, if you want revival to grip a region, let prayer grip you. And yes, we, as the sound of revival, we intercede often for revival to get a hold of places and regions and countries. But it all begins in prayer. That's a big reason why we cover every hour in prayer here on Victory 91.5. It's a big reason why the model for bringing this message to the world is to have you invest in it and partner with us as we take the gospel around the globe. Victory.radio is a great place for resources. The blog is there. There's teaching from our own general manager, Ray Haynes. There's podcasts from... Christian thought leaders from all over the place. There's also a donate button that allows you to partner with what the Lord is doing through this radio ministry. No matter what it is that you are doing or going through, I promise you, if you let prayer grip you, mm, God will take care of the rest. God is in my story. Right here in my story. That's Katie Nicole with God is in this story. Yeah, he wants to be in your story. And he created everything. He created you. He loves you and wants to be in your story. 
You know, sometimes the busyness of life gets us bogged down. And the enemy tries to use that, tries to make us busy. Whether it's our jobs or or even his big trick, making us overly busy in ministry. <laughs> so we forget about why we're doing what God called us to do. And yes, he, he calls us, though to be his ambassadors in our everyday lives and not just if we are in what we have come to call full-time ministry. A.W. Tozer said, uh, it's not what a man does that determines whether his work is sacred or secular. It is why he does it. And here on Victory 91.5, it's a big reason why we cover every hour in prayer want to stay grounded in why we do what we do. And so let's remember the example of Mary and Martha. It's Luke 10. Jesus entered the village. A woman named Martha welcomed him into the house. She'd been really busy. Mary's at the feet of Jesus listening. This is where we come in and Martha's like, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. The Lord answered and said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So in the busyness, take the time to pause. Take the time to remember the why in our life is bringing glory to him and reflecting Jesus. Father, we want to sit in your presence today. We know life has to be done, but we want to worship you in it. We wanna be like Mary and be at your feet listening to your teaching in Jesus' name. And Father, we ask you to give peace and direction to the Marthas that they too can be in your presence and understand the balance of service and pressing into what you have for us, Lord. Thank you for your guidance and wisdom, Father. There's so many moments in our lives that we have to stop and think, hmm, what would Jesus do? Just like the old wristbands and shirts. Sometimes I think, well, what would Mary do? Would she jump in and help or sit at his feet and maybe there's a balance of both. That's what the Holy Spirit is for, the discernment. And we thank you for that, Father. We bless your name today. We glorify you and we worship you. In the name of Yeshua, Jesus, our Messiah, we pray these things. Amen. Yeah, we don't want to get away from his presence. That's Melissa Helzer and Naomi Rain here on the Sound of Revival, the bottom of your 9 o'clock hour on a Monday. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning, and my last chance to ask you, who are you scrolling with? <laughs> uh, it's what you're looking at, and uh, those social media scrolls, yes, your circle matters online as much as in real life, even more so for a lot of folks these days. We spend more time online than we do in real life. And as we learned from Mark 2, your friends 
your circle matters. You know, Mark 2 is when the friends took the paralytic to Jesus and he not only healed him, told him to get up and walk, but he also forgave him of his sins because of his friend's faith. Mm, that's why I do this right here. Uh, what you looking at? Grace and Mercy, that's a social media handle, and uh, they posted recently, practice the pause. When in doubt, pause. When angry, pause. When tired, when stressed, pause. And when you pause, pray. It's an important thing to find a way to tune it all out and just get with him. Because of Jesus and what he has done for us, we have access to now our Father. Remember that. And when you pause in the midst of all the stuff today, make sure that you pray. Hmm. God did change the game when he gave his self away in his son. We can't stay the same because mercy reminds me. Grace proved to me that you, God, are worthy of trusting. All that I can say is that I am trusting entirely on you, and that is enough for me. Those are some of the reminders from that song, from Simple Things, by Dara McLean here on The Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy, and this has been Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5. It's always a privilege to have the opportunity. I am grateful that you allow me the opportunity to spend time with you in prayer and in worship in song and in the word. And I'm going to leave you with one final psalm today from scripture that says from Psalm 25, verse 5, guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my savior. And my hope is in you all day long. Take him with you. <laughs> he wants to be there. God's got you. And God loves you. <laughs>